This is Jam Nation with Jonesy and Amanda. You know, Michael Bublé has been selling out shows in Australia for 20 years. So great news. He's going to be touring again in Australia in November and December. He's got a new album out. What a thrill. Michael Bublé, hello. Well, hello. You guys look so fantastic. I hope when you were on the way to the studio, the people saw you on the street said, damn, you made my day. You look so good. Well, well nice. that is so nice of you to say. And after two years of COVID. You're not going to get a compliment back to Michael, well, though, because we're on the Zoom. Michael always looks incredible. Yeah, I know, but you look at his little face. Oh, he looks, he looks marvellous. You look great. And Thank we're go- you. We're going to see you in the flesh, and this is what's been great. I know many countries around the world have had a hard time. Australia's, you know, been in this long lockdown, and seeing you again makes us feel that we're coming back to life again. We can't wait to see you. Same here. Are you kidding me? My whole family, we can't wait to come. My kids and my wife, this is, I know it's work, but this is like a vacation that they've been, they don't shut up about this. Mm -hmm. They've been really excited. So we're coming home. Well, look, congratulations too that you're about to become a father for the fourth time. Does traveling with potentially four and already three (laughs) make it that much harder? I think two, I realized two was hard. Mm. One, I thought one, I was like, what are parents complaining about with one? This isn't that hard. Mm. And then the second came and it was like, "Uh oh, this is way, that's definitely more difficult. And then with three, I didn't even know the difference between two and three because that was just crazy. (laughs) But I figured the four, five and six will be just the same. (laughs) Yeah, because four, it changes the dynamic because you've got to get another car. You've got to get a bigger car for four because there's six of you now. Yeah. I can't, the problem is you guys, it's... I, I I just don't have control. My wife is so sexy. I just wanted to do it all the time. <laughs> so the minute you'll stop, we'll think, what's happened there? What's happened there? That's right. What is this? What's wrong with this guy? His wife doesn't find him attractive anymore. <laughs> You've released a new album, Higher, this year. The album uh, includes arrangements of Paul McCartney's My Valentine, produced by Paul McCartney. You've collaborated with Willie Nelson for a cover of Crazy. Despite your incredible level of fame, do you still have pinch me moments that you get to work with artists like that? I, of course I have pinch me moments. I have, I have pinch me moments every single day, every day, hmm. you know, like every day. I can't believe that this is my life. And I have just moments where I'm just alone in the car and I think I can't believe I tricked this many people into thinking I had talent for 20 years. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then I secretly think, oh, how stupid are those people? And then I think, don't say that out loud. Don't say it out loud. Don't do an interview yeah. when you say that. Yeah. Did what, I just what, say that? You just said it. It's out there. What's, uh, what's it like? So you're sitting in a room with Paul McCartney. That would be kind of surreal, wouldn't it? Or do you just sort of take it for granted now? No, I think, you know, I feel like um, he's such a cool dude. And so is Willie Nelson. And um, you know what? I feel like I... I'm pretty comfy in my skin and in, in my life. And uh, I obviously have a, a great amount of respect and reverence for those kind of gentlemen. And um, it just meant a lot to me. It was overwhelming to me in the fact that I thought, wow, here's these guys that are my musical heroes and they trust me. Mm. You know, they trust me with their art. And um, I just thought it was really cool. And of yeah. course, you know what? You learn, you just learn so much, almost by osmosis. When you sit with someone like Sir Paul, who's obviously done this for so long and done it at such a high level, um, you just learn a lot. You learn a lot. And, and more than anything, you just go and look, and he's still a beaut. He's got all of the success, all of this stuff, and he's still this real kind, inquisitive, uh, generous, 
you know, empathetic man. And mm. I think, you know what, there, you don't have to be a jerk. You were one of the first in a long time. Well, you've made jazz. You've brought that into popular culture for a whole new generation. Do you notice Amanda's doing jazz hands as she said jazz? <laughs> I love that too. Well, what are the chances? <laughs> and now Lady Gaga, I know you had lunch with her recently. She's sort of embarking on a new jazz phase of her career. A lot of this is attributable to you. You think so? Yes. And that's you. Own it, yes. And you're oh, still a beat. I, I love to, I would love, my ego loves hearing that. I know it's not what's on the radio and I have to, I write pop songs to, to, kind of cohabitat with with that side of of the music world and pop but how how weird that for this music that isn't really you know looked at as modern music it is still so much a part of our of the fabric of our life it's mm. in every tv commercial and movie and soundtrack and for people that say well i don't like that music it's not my cup of tea they know it all they don't even know they know it all it's just seeped into the, their lives I just realized how hard it is for me not to swear when I'm talking to you. <laughs> what do you mean? Is it our shirts? It's our shirts. No, it's it's not. It's not. It's just that when I speak, I, I've been off for a while, and I'm talking to my buddies here, and my language is horrible. Right. Everything's second word is a swear word. It would go at odds with your persona. And, and like I look at you, you you've got the v Vancouver Giants, so, so you own a hockey side. Do you own that outright, the whole side? Because that would be kind of expensive, I would imagine, especially for the dental. Do you have a dental plan? <laughs> Dental's crazy, as a matter of fact. Dental yes, would be crazy. Big, that's a big part of it. I am a co-owner, and I would be called the minority owner because I own less than the majority owner. Okay. Um, but the truth is, uh, I love, I love sports. Love sports. Love. I love all sports. I love rugby, football, soccer, hockey, basketball, baseball. I love it all, and mm. love playing with my kids. So for me to be part of a sport that I love so much on a grassroots level is. It's kind of awesome. If you stop the urges, uh, well, you could work out your own hockey side there. Like, you know, you'd make your own. I yeah, know I can't stop. <laughs> You've got to stop the urges. Uh, Michael, it's always great to talk to you. Michael Bublé is touring Australia November or December. Tickets at Ticketek. And his new album, Hire, is out now. Michael, thank you. Thank you, Michael. No, I love talking to you guys. It's so nice to be with you again. And, you know, listen, Australia is like a second home to me, so I cannot wait. Uh, I, are there tickets left? I, I would imagine no. I, I would imagine say. no. I would imagine them. I, would, I mean, I'm doing an interview, them. so there's probably tickets left, which is a bit crushing for me <laughs> no. in a way. But I, also, I think there's five. I, if tickets. there are tickets left, come and come and hang with me. I'm going to put on a great party. There's five tickets left. That's it. I believe there's just five in Australia. Five tickets. So uh, that's great. We'll see you when you get here, Michael. And thank Good you, on you, Michael. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Much love. Bye.